0: Welcome back in to another Thursday Night Football Preview. Seahawks versus Cowboys. Let's start by breaking down the Seahawks. First, Geno Smith, quarterback 20 this week. We don't want to start him. Not the same quarterback this year. Just completing uh, 65.4% of his passes. Only 12 touchdowns all year. Eight picks. 234.9 yards per game. Doesn't run that much. Last week, total disaster. This week, playing the Cowboys defense, he's only ranked above those really marginal options, you know, those backup type quarterbacks. He is a total no-go for fantasy. I will not play Geno Smith this week. Moving into Zach Charbonnet, Kenneth Walker is going to miss this week with a groin injury. I do think he'll be back next week, but Thursday game means it's too soon for Kenneth Walker. That leaves Zach Charbonnet playing a monster role, 85 and 88% snap shares the last two weeks. So he's out there every snap, but he hasn't scored. And he does have 10 receptions total across the last two weeks, but this is a brutal matchup, absolutely brutal. And I do worry that they could fall way behind. The running game entirely is scripted out, and Zach Charbonnet doesn't deliver. So... I have him running back 24. There's a lot of decent running back plays this week. Kind of a mix between the expected volume versus the very tough matchup. Now, I think the hardest thing with Seahawks is their wide receivers because we have DK Metcalf. You would think, based on his talent, that he would be a wide receiver one, but he hasn't delivered on that at all. Only averaging 4.3 receptions a game. yards, 4.3 receptions a game is really low. That gives you a low floor. It's risky to have him ranked really high. He has been the most effective Seahawks wide receiver this year. But I think the Seahawks have to see that they need to get JSN more involved compared to Metcalf and Lockett. So I'm a little scared for Metcalf ceiling and floor which is why, and this is not a matchup where I'm running to start him, although the game script could favor him. That's why I have him as a solid start at wide receiver 21, but, you know, outside my top 15 or anything like that. And on a similar note, I have Tyler Lockett down at wide receiver 30. Talking about someone who's averaging just 52.3 yards a game, uh, so the yardage ceiling is not there like it is with TK Metcalf. I still think Metcalf is the preferred option near the red zone, over Lockett at least. And this is anecdotal. There's no real way to prove this. But something tells me that if JSN gets more of a role, it's more likely to come at the expense of the older, smaller player in Tyler Lockett. Just a a feeling that that's where the targets would come from, not from DK Metcalf. I think DK Metcalf is a part of the Seahawks' long-term plans. Tyler Lockett's already 31. So... Just generally, I would think it would come out of Tyler Lockett's pool. But until I see otherwise, I'm still going to rank Lockett as the second Seahawks wide receiver. Wide receiver 30 with a lot of buys. I would rather not play him, but I understand if you have him, you're probably in a situation where you're forced to play him. Speaking of JSN, unfortunately, it's wish casting at this point. We can say, oh, we want JSN to get more of a role. But until we actually see it happen, I can't rank it as if it's already happened. I do have him ranked a little bit higher this week than I did last week. I think that the, and wide receivers closer as a whole, I do think the big catch, the one-handed catch is going to help. But how much higher can I rank someone who hasn't topped six catches or 65 yards in any game this year? Two touchdowns all year. I need to see more before I rank him inside the top, you know, wide receiver three range inside the top 36. Quick note on Noah Fant. His target share is similar to Kenneth Walker or Zach Charbonnet. Uh, I do think he's still talented and got stuck in a horrific situation the last two years. Uh, I'm interested in him in Dynasty for where he signs in free agency, but for this week, totally off the radar. And then the Seahawks DST, forget them, playing Dallas. Great offense. It's a brutal matchup for DSTs. Seahawks defense has been horrible anyway. We are not playing them. Now, if you want my full ranks, the link to the Patreon is at the top right corner of the video. I'm giving away seven-day free trials at all tiers, so you can try it out. See where I have all of these players ranked, and then all the rest of the players on a weekly basis. Plus, I have my Dynasty ranks on there as well, the Discord, and all those other things. So, I hope you all check that out. With that said, let's move into the Cowboys. Dak Prescott, QB 3 We're way past the point of questioning Dak on a week-to-week basis. He's a top-five start every week, um, especially this week with all the buys. So we're starting Dak Prescott in all circumstances. Tony Pollard, RB5. He's turned it around lately. Touchdowns in the last two games. Ten receptions over those last two games. He's averaging over five yards a carry in both games. And he's just looked better. He's looked a little bit revived. The advanced metrics say that he's been better. So he's a must-play. I'm playing Tony Pollard. This week with no questions. With that said, I'm not playing Rico Dowdle. He's been fading. Just had three carries last week. I don't think you can really trust him anymore. You used to be able to pencil him in for a little bit more of a role, but I think the Cowboys have seen that Tony Pollard is taking his play up and moving a little bit of Rico Dowdle's role away. He's been struggling with an injury. I think I'll pass on playing Rico Dowdle this week, like Dak and. Pollard, there's nothing to say with CeeDee Lamb. He's a high end wide receiver one. I have him wide receiver two this week. He already has 1,066 yards and 78 catches in 11 games, averaging 7.1 catches and 96.9 yards a game. That's almost a 17 point PPR floor uh, without even including touchdowns. He's a stud. Play him every week, and he's a dynasty star. Now, I would say probably the most interesting player, the one I expect to get the most questions about this week in this game is Brandon Cooks. He hit a season high, 80% snap share last week. He had four for 72 and a touchdown on five targets. The volume's not really there, but he has the potential to hit. There are worse boom-bust plays. There's a lot of buys. This is a high-powered offense. I am okay rolling Brandon Cooks out there if you need to. I don't have any problem with playing him this week, so wide receiver 37. Someone I do have a problem with playing is Michael Gallup. He's done nothing. Below 50% snap share in all of his last four games, averaging a miserable 2.5 receptions for 32 and a half yards per game this year. If there weren't bye weeks, he wouldn't even have a fantasy ranking. So he's only wide receiver 59 because there's so many teams on bye. He is irrelevant. And, you know, we're getting to the point where he might be a cut in dynasty leagues. That's how far Michael Gallup has fallen off. Uh, Jake Ferguson, though, he's actually decking on the Cowboys this year with 58 targets, which isn't that many, but for a tight end, it's not bad. He's averaging 3.6 receptions for 38.3 yards a game. That's, like, okay, but the touchdowns give him the higher ceiling compared to some other tight ends. This is a strong offense. I will say lately, it feels like he's ceding a little bit more work to Luke Schoonmaker. I know Schoonmaker scored a touchdown recently, which kind of hurt Ferguson's fantasy stock, so... Tight end landscape is tough. I'm still playing him, but I'm not as excited for him as I was maybe in the past. And then lastly, the Cowboys DST. I have them at DST four. They're a rock solid play, but the Seahawks are a competent offense. I've seen the Cowboys ranked the DST one overall, and I think that's a little high. Geno Smith is a little healthier this week, so I don't have the Cowboys as my top overall defense, but they're still a play in almost every scenario. If you liked the video, I appreciate you for watching. Make sure to leave a like, a comment, and subscribe to the channel. And make sure to check out all of our future content this week and in future weeks. But as always, I thank everyone for watching and I will see you all later.